We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to episode 63 of Married Millennials. It is hot in here. It is a little warm. Yeah. This is the downside of the summer, living in an apartment when you do not have central AC. Yeah, so it's going to be the start of sweating days again. Yeah, it's just super rough. Living in Los Angeles, <laughs> most of us don't have central air unless you live in one of those new expensive buildings. Yeah. Then I'm a kind of jealous. Not that I want to live where you live, but I just wish we had central AC. I feel like AC. we had this conversation verbatim last year. <laughs> like we said the exact same yes. thing. Yes. We have the every same year, exact problem. It's just back. We, and the worst uh. thing is Joy did laundry yesterday. She cleaned our linens. And we were putting our duvet back into the, the duvet cover. And I was like, and this it was is fresh hot as out hell. the dryer. Yeah. I'm over here sweating. It's damn near midnight. I, was like, I can't. I can't do this. And we always say, like, oh, we need to get something so we're prepared for the summertime. And this is the fourth consecutive I just, summer. I forget <laughs> how cold it can possibly get and how warm it can possibly get. I just, I mean, I simply forget. Once the weather changes, it's like, oh, it was never all that bad. Like, summer wasn't awful. And then I think, oh, winter wasn't all that rainy and, it just and cold. Well, I need a good solution, though. I need you. Guys, I need your guys' help here. I don't really know what to get. So we used to have, we have one of the window units in our living room that we use quite often. But the problem is we don't sleep in our living room. Yeah. We got new windows <laughs> in our bedroom. And when they when they changed our windows, they it took, took away the AC, unit. the AC unit inside the window. So right now we don't have anything besides a ceiling fan. And is there a... If you guys out there are listening and struggling with the same thing, is there a good unit that we could purchase that doesn't require you to plug into the window? Maybe you can plug into a wall and it works like an AC, but maybe it's not an AC. I based like an upgraded swamp cooler. <laughs> Something that that can help bring some coolness in the bedroom. Like I don't need it to be freezing, but I just can't have it hot as the devil's kitchen inside of our bedroom when I'm trying to get my beauty sleep. You yeah. see this space. It has and to, I feel bad has to for stay our rested. dogs, too. They're, like, panting. I'm like, here, have some water. Well, the good they thing is for burnt. them, they can sleep on the floor yeah. where it's cooler. It is truly cooler. It is way. so much cooler yeah. on the floor. So they, the good part <laughs> is, is they're not they're not in the bed with us, which means we have more room. Yeah. So that I enjoy, but we got to figure it out. I need, I need a good alternative that is not crazy expensive that can bring the temperature down in our bedroom. I need help. Yeah. Please email us. Tweet us. DM us. You can slide in our DMs. DM access oh granted. Because <laughs> we need a solution. Yeah. We actually, we fell asleep on the floor yesterday. We did? I'm just hot. Yeah. I was tired. It was just. Tired. After Father's Day, we hope you all had a happy Father's Day. Yes. I had a really good time. Happy Father's Day to yeah. all of our friends who are fathers and then yeah. to all of our friends who just and celebrated our listeners, their our first. Fathers. Yes. And but who celebrated their first Father's Day. And you listeners out there, if you are celebrating your first Father's Day, Happy Father's Day. Had a great time. We did what we always do in true Riley fashion. <laughs> we went out to brunch yeah. for Father's Day. And this was the first time I went to a brunch when I wasn't eating meat. And I was extremely disappointed in my experience. Not that the food wasn't good, but you're just so limited. You know when you go to those good brunches and they yeah. have the meat station yeah. and just oh, slicing yeah, like the, the prime, prime rib. rib yeah. And I'm just walking by it's the like bacon, rib, ham, sausage, bacon, yeah. ham. 
just everything. I'm like, man, I can't even. But did you want it? Indulge. Yes, it smelled so delicious. Yeah, you wanted it. Well, you just see it when it's nicely crusted and mm-hmm. oh, mm, mm, the au jus yeah. sauce just looking delightful. Yeah. And I'm still eating seafood, which helps. Mm-hmm. But if I wasn't eating seafood, like you wouldn't, I you literally would have been eating chips and hummus Ugh. if you would have went on that on that brunch. Mm. I was like, man. But then it made me think. I was like, are there vegan or vegetarian brunches? I wonder. Like an all-you-can-eat vegan I brunch. I don't know. Have you guys found that spot in L.A.? The other thing, I, too, I feel like with veganism, it's not a very gluttonous thing. to You know, you kind of no. just eat what you need. Even though you can eat more. Very true. You really could eat more, but it's like. And that was another thing. All-you-can-eat Brussels sprouts. Like, you know, like, <laughs> I, did, I did have a Brussels sprout salad. <laughs> did you really? <laughs> they did have that option, so yeah. I did have a Brussels sprout salad. Yeah. But it was, it was true because I was sitting there and I felt like I had to force myself to eat more. Because I was like, hey, I got to spend $45 on this damn brunch. I'm going to make sure that I'm eating all right. of my food. But I'm like, I don't even want all of this food. But no. then it doesn't make up for the price it, difference. That's America for you. Yeah, so it was it was my first time where I was a little. I was like, man, this is not as fun as it used to be. It's when you realize it's not really a good deal. I noticed that. It is a good deal if you if you pig out. It's a very well, good yeah. deal. Well, yeah. But I noticed when I stopped drinking as much, I'm like, oh, well, champagne brunch doesn't actually make any sense. Because I realized I was paying $45 for just food yeah no it's and it, i was like that's actually real expensive <laughs> yeah it doesn't it doesn't make sense yeah. at all so i'm just yeah. letting you guys know family that next holiday when we celebrate mother's day or father's day we might have to just call a pivot we may still need to eat because i know i'm gonna get outvoted exactly i'm gonna yeah. be outvoted but let's not do a brunch yeah let's do something that i can order and maybe you know help it out i know that's yeah. obnoxious now i'm being that person oh we gotta adjust our life because you don't eat this way Look, I'm not saying we can't eat, yeah. But I just, I just need a little more flexibility to order. But yo, can I get this uh, vegan burger, please? Thank right. you. Well, be cool. that's the thing. So yesterday, we were. I was supposed to go to an escape room with my dad. I've never been before, and I, you know, my dad's very into. He's a guy who. Your dad would be really good. He would be room. amazing. He is so cerebral. Uh, yeah. Right. <laughs> right. He well, did. actually, Joy, this is what yes. we need to do. And he knows all the Jeopardy answers. So <laughs> yeah. it's like he's one of those. Yep. So I wanted to do an escape room, and we got there, they were closed, so we didn't get to do that. And so we just went to go eat, and I went to well, I won't say where I went, but we went to a restaurant, and I was so excited because they had a vegan burger. And I was like, oh my gosh, there's a vegan burger. Ordered it. Trash. Yeah, couldn't eat it. I was like, oh, this, is, this isn't good. I took two bites, and I was like, yeah, I don't want this. <laughs> so you didn't even eat, end up eating? <laughs> no, I, I don't, they didn't charge me for it, but it came with sweet potato fries, so I just ate the sweet potato fries. Dang. Yeah. Struggle and we, we our friends were over, and we went on a mission to in and out in and out and that is the first time I was feeling like a little tempted. I was like, dang. I did have animal-style fries. Yeah. Uh, yes, I did. Were, were they good? They were so delicious. Yeah. And then I was on the toilet immediately following, but that doesn't matter. Absolutely. But it doesn't matter because it was absolutely delicious. Those are are the good days. Now I can enjoy stuff like that. Just when you have those gluttonous cheat days. Yes. Right. And that's what, you know, I don't think that anyone needs to be hardcore any lifestyle. If you could, well, actually I'm enjoying not really eating animal products. It's (laughs) working. It's working for me. I did. I, the cheese looked good on your fries. But also the French fries I had were delicious. They were. I've never enjoyed In-N-Out French fries the way you did. Never. I've never enjoyed them that way. So I do. I just think my taste buds have changed. 
But I was like, man, you sure would be nice to have some animals to have. <laughs> well, yeah. I, I ate them for you. Yeah, you did. What, but they had the Thousand Island on it, too. Yeah, whatever their secret sauce. Yeah, it's like mayo. Is. I couldn't do that. Last week, Amanda Seals read Caitlyn Jenner during a dinner on Katy Perry's live stream. Gave her her life. Yeah, and it was, I, I really, you know, I'm I'm not a person who's like, oh, yes, read that. Like, you know, I don't feel like, <laughs> oh, throw the shade, the tea, honey. I, I'm, I don't thrive off of that, but I was glad she said what she said. And also, I learned something. Did you know that black men couldn't live in the house with black women um, unless they couldn't get welfare? So if, if they, they lived if in the they, household, yes. the women couldn't receive welfare. Yes, the black women couldn't receive. Correct. And I was unaware of that. Yeah. So, Amanda Sills, I appreciate you dropping yeah. that little bit of knowledge. She was like, that's why the there's debate. a chasm between black men and black women. I was like, oh, there wasn't the answer, or at least one of them. Yeah, it went viral. Yeah. It went viral. Black Twitter was, was up in flames talking about it. And to me, I didn't watch the live stream live. And Amanda had came out, I believe, on her, her Instagram and said that, she doesn't know if the entire, the entire dinner will yeah. be posted, but maybe more clips will surface. And since I didn't watch it live, I didn't see the whole interaction, just the, the two-minute clip that right. you see now all over the Internet. But to me, I thought the most important takeaway from that little bit of, of video that we saw was her point where she said, I'm not hostile, I'm passionate. And I think that's a, a very... Did she say, I'm not angry, I'm passionate? No, she said, I'm not hostile, I'm, not hostile, I'm, I'm passionate. passionate. Okay. And the, my thing with, with that is, as a black person in America you're always looked at as hostile when you raise your voice mm-hmm. or present an argument that is less popular than the standard. Right. And it's always something that you, that you have to deal with. You hear about, oh, the angry black man, the angry black woman. It's like, no, just because I disagree with you doesn't mean that I'm angry. Yeah. I just don't agree with your particular also, argument. Say, we have a your right to be angry if we are. 100%. 100%. Like, yeah. But it's like every time someone comes like, oh, this is getting hostile, it's like, no, we're engaging in debate. Yeah. And when you have debate where two people don't agree, there are going to be times where it's like, all right, this is an emotional exchange. Yeah. But just because it's emotional in exchange doesn't mean, oh, I'm angry. It's like, no, I'm not angry. And, if, and, if, and again, and if I want to be angry, I can be angry because we've been dealing with bullshit for so long and yeah. we continue to try to belittle it and demean it. And eventually there's going to come to a point where, where, where it boils. Mm-hmm. So it's a, it's a balance that you have to continue to walk every single day in America. And I'm just glad that it was caught and went viral because, again, yeah. it's something that you have to deal with every single time. And that's why you've heard me say when we ha- you, you kind of have your, your two voices. <laughs> when, you, when you're interviewing for a job or you go somewhere, when you're in mixed company, you kind of sit up a little straighter yeah. and talk a little, little more proper. Just because it's a, it's almost a defense mechanism that you've been groomed to to deal with. Now, when we sit here and record this podcast, I'm chilling. I got a little bit of lean into me, but in certain situations, I really can't do that. So I have to put on not necessarily an affront, but just a, a slightly altered, more polished version of myself, just so I'm well received to everyone and not looked at as this angry black man. We're used to being black in America, right? And I, when you said, like, you have to speak a different way or whatever, I had a conversation last week with with a, a white counterpart, and she was saying, you know, do you really feel like you've had to work harder? And we have conversations like this all the time. And I said, absolutely. Yes, I've had to work harder. But it's not in – they're not in these huge, showy, drastic ways, right? Like, it's just – it's in the minutia. Correct. And it's really – it's difficult to prove that you've had to put a little bit more of a – a best foot forward but I was able to break it down to her and say 
basically if we because she was saying well we could be at the same level pretty soon and I was saying well yes but I've already had to do this this and this and you didn't do that and she was like oh <laughs> like you know it was just it was one of those things but I'm, I'm happy that we're able to have those conversations and I think that they're necessary and I'm glad that Amanda was able to talk to Caitlyn Jenner of all people because I do think that Caitlyn Jenner's had a rough, rough transition I mean she went from you know a white man <laughs> to uh, now a white woman and a white trans woman and that's I mean a whole different playing field and so for her to not it's interesting that you can live your life with the privilege of a white male and still not understand the plight your, of a black person no no it's it's just your new role in society as a trans white woman <laughs> Amanda said what they started supporting you, you all like, about two she, o'clock she's today like, she said about yeah, two o'clock today that's exactly what she said so it's just but that's how strong that privilege is yeah, and to me, when we discuss when we discuss the debate about do we have to work harder as, as black people, and the answer is an obvious yes. Yeah. But for me, it's something that I've never been upset about. No, I'm not mad about it. It's something that is just inside of me. When you have when you've only known one way of doing things, that's the way you do it. Some people grew up with tougher backgrounds and situations, and they had to do things to survive. And that's what they did. And they're not mad about it. They're not bitter about it. Do they wish things could have been different? Absolutely. But it's made them who they are. Because, like, hey, this was my environment. This is what I had to do to survive. And, and that's like us. Hey, we've had to maybe work a little bit harder, do things a little different in, in certain areas of life. But that's all that we've ever known. So I'm just used to putting on the, the grind cap and moving forward. It is what it is. Yeah. I think it's something we have to acknowledge, and I think it's something hopefully we can rectify in the future, you know, so that our children, I don't want to say work, have to work less hard, because that, that feels weird to yeah, me. Yeah, definitely. You know, it's like, I don't, like I don't really want work you to hard. have to, yeah, like, you know, work hard, earn your place. But yeah, I don't know. I I, I just, I, I had an interview with uh, Brown Girls Rising, if you haven't listened to it, go ahead and check it out. But I said, you know, I, I don't. I'm paraphrasing my own quote, but just because sometimes you are the victim of society, but it doesn't mean that you have to let that define you. You don't have to let being the victim shape your entire existence because at the end of the day, that is, yes, a part of your life, but you have to be able to enjoy the good parts too. You you have to be able to enjoy the life that you've been given to the best of your ability. Yeah, we, we've all been dealt different hands. Yeah, and we can sit here. Like and we're still super privileged. Yeah, God, we, we're so privileged. Definitely, and and yeah. I and I don't run from from that privilege at all. Growing no. up in the suburbs, having a two parent household. Yeah, being able to go to private school. There are yeah. a lot of pri- being a light skinned black male in a in a very colorized black community yeah. where colorism is real. So yeah. I understand the the, bra- the the privileges that I innately have, and you have to be able to identify that, speak about it, and understand the, yeah. the benefits that it has given you in life. But again, yeah. it's like we've all been dealt a hand, and we can sit here and talk about, oh, I wish these things were differently. I wish this could have been done that way. But at the end of the day, we can't change the hand we were dealt. All we can change is how we respond to the hand that yes. we were dealt, and if we're willing to push forward and go and go. And yes, we may be at the same level with somebody, but we may have had to work harder. They may have had to work harder right. to get to that same level. And if you can understand and respect that, and there's some common ground That's there. That's all it boils down to is respecting the differences and not being afraid of the differences. Yeah, and, and what's unfortunate is the news just came down earlier 
last week that Philando Castile, the officer who shot him and killed him and murdered him, yeah, was, on a Facebook live stream, was acquitted. And it was it's it's one of those. It was another one of those headlines that you expected to to see, and it was so unfortunate. I, I don't even I don't even have the words to sit here and really articulate what it is. But I'm like, man, here goes another black male who was murdered in front of his girlfriend and his four-year-old daughter daughter in the backseat of the car. It was on Facebook Live. And you saw the the officer's gun still pointed. Philando's just bleeding out. I go, man, what what do you have to do to get a conviction? I really want to know. Do we have any attorneys out there who are prosecuting these cases? Like, what has to be done? Like, I, I really need to know. Because if this was a standard civilian versus civilian, we already know what the, what the result would be. And I, regardless of the race, I'm not, not gonna, I'm not even going to put a race on that. If this was just civilian, civilian, white, black, Latino, Asian, doesn't matter. If this was civilian versus civilian in the same circumstances, we know right. we would have a conviction. Right. And we can go through all the cases of police-involved I mean, killings. But not necessarily because George Zimmerman got off. Yeah, the shit. <laughs> that, like, like, not necessarily. Basically, that this is the problem is that you can kill a black man and get off for it. Like that's that's the issue that we're having. And this so this is a, a point in time where, yes, you can be a victim of a society, but like you, at this point in time, you have to fight. You can't let it shape your existence, but you have to fight against it because this we can't have people being straight up murdered over this, I, and there's no justice. I, I just I don't I don't understand it, and then the people will come out and say, "Oh well, yeah, the, the but talking." But this is when people are scared. That's the problem is that they are they don't value our lives and they're afraid of us. So that's what I'm saying. That's that's when I I'm frustrated. I I that's what I'm seeing is there's. No recognition of an actual value of human life. We're looked at like animals. And and as a result, we are being slaughtered like animals. Our, our lives are not seen at the same value as our white counterparts. That's just, that's what we're dealing with. And until the majority, at least, of the white side acknowledge it and then do something to, to rectify it, then this, that's... This is what we're going to be dealing with. And it's our, but it's our laws. It goes deeper than just the people. We got, I mean, it's looking at the laws that are in place. I mean, it is a full, being able to fully look at everything. Well, yeah, we're also not really protected. Structured and saying well, things have to change. I, I, I can't, I just can't imagine if I'm, if I'm Philando Castile's girlfriend, if I'm Philando Castile's mother, and you, you see everything that happened, and then to be in the courtroom and that verdict comes down. Like, what do you... Right, because you know that if it... Well, her name's Diamond, right? I think her yes, name was Diamond. Yes, her name yeah. is Diamond. I, if I were Diamond, I know that I would at least have found some solace in the fact that I got this all on live video. So that means it definitely wasn't edited. I have hardcore evidence of the entire situation. And so I think I would have found some comfort in that moving forward. I don't, I, I don't think you can find comfort in someone you love being... N- no, no, mer- there's no real right in com- front of your eyes. Right, but I'm saying that I would have been probably a little bit more hopeful for justice because that was a different kind of evidence. We haven't had a live video. All the videos have been, you know, pre you record on somebody's cell phone and release, so somebody could even argue argue against uh, tampering no, I'm, or whatever. I'm not listening to that. But I'm, I, I feel I'm what saying, you're saying that I probably would have. When there's nothing to hold on to, that could have been a little bit of something. 
There's nothing to hold you on to in that situation. There is nothing that can make you feel better. Justice wouldn't even probably make you feel better because it can't bring the person back. But injustice certainly does make you feel worse. There's, And it's not even really about feelings at this point. It's really just about us being able to live. Freely. Yeah. Without fear of, oh, my gosh, I'm being pulled over. Is this going to yeah. be the last time I get pulled over? I, right. I just. Right. Because the thing is, like, if you're kill- being killed by the people who are sworn to protect you, who do you call? Who is protecting us? Who's protecting us? It's it's, oh, it's just a sad reality. I, yeah, I just, and, and I, I want to be able to count on the police because the thing is, like, someone I, breaks into my home or whatever, I need to be able to call the police. This is episode 63 yeah. of this podcast. And how many times have we discussed this topic in 63 episodes? Five, yeah. six, yeah. seven different Enough. episodes? I don't want to talk about this anymore. It's like every yeah. every every couple months, like something happens where we have to come back at, at some point. At, at, or at not even at some point, at what point do we just really recognize, okay, things must change. And we can no longer dismiss the matters that the Black Lives Matter group is, is talking. And, and not even just the Black Lives Matter group, black people in general. Mm-hmm. We can't dismiss this notion. At what point? Like, wh- I just wonder, like, what will it take? Again, all honesty, I don't know if black folks out there have an answer. Like, what is it going to take? No, genuinely, I, I, I don't. I don't think and that question can be answered. It's hard too. It feels like everyone who's ever stood up for us in a real way has been killed. Like I was thinking about that, Martin Luther King, Malcolm, Malcolm X. X. I don't know. It's hard. It's really hard, and I don't really quite have the words to express all it is that I'm feeling. I don't have the words to inspire and uplift everyone out there who may be feeling things similar to what I'm feeling. But I do want to say that we're with you and, you know, you're not alone. We're going to get through this one way or another. Switching gears to a more lighthearted discussion, (laughs) we had a friend of ours ask us this weekend, do you guys always like each other? And it was funny because it was on the heels of us really getting on each other's nerves in the past 24 hours. So the short answer. We were on each other's nerves? Well, yes, I I had irked you. What was that? Friday or Saturday? Oh yeah, you were. You and were then you irked me Saturday morning. So it was a a no. Full you irked continuum. me Thursday night, and then by Friday morning you had to apologize. So I was like, all right. And then I irked you again on Saturday. on Saturday morning. But I was just like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna allow you to bother me again. <laughs> so so again, the, the the short answer is absolutely not. You do no. not always like each other. <laughs> no, the answer is hell no. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> you do not always like each other. When you're married, and no, we don't always like each other as the Love Jays. It's the right. reality of it all. Sorry yeah. to pop the the fantasy bubble that some of you guys may or may not have, but it, I mean it's real. And and when it comes down to it, if, if you really think about, it, you're spending every single day with somebody. Right. Literally every day, besides you going to work, me going to work, having to run errands, like we're sleeping in right. the same bed every day. And again, unless you're traveling, you're out of town. There are, are of course the most exceptions part, to the rule consistently around this person consistently yeah. around this person you are doing all your 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 chores with this person running your errands with this person you guys are traveling together in our case we're working together and that work is our relationship and marriage so it's like we are constantly engaging with each other and when you are constantly engaging with something even if you really 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 love it and you care deeply about it it's going to annoy you and get on your nerves at times. 
Yeah, I will say this. I never feel like I straight up dislike you. Like, oh, I do not like him. You know, I, not on a real level. Sometimes, I feel you. Yeah. I don't I just don't like you. It's like I don't like you in this moment, yes. but it's not like I don't like you where I don't want to be affiliated with you or associated with you. Right. Anymore. It's like I don't like you right now. Correct. Like right now you're not my favorite, but you still are, but you're not. It's like I just need I need a second. Yeah, that's I think that's more of what I feel. Also, I think that love so love if you can make love an actual feeling, which we always say love is not really a feeling, but let's just say that it is, that's the constant. Right, love is always there, and then the like level varies. Yes, because sometimes I'm not like I dislike you right now, but I'm not like I don't super like you right now either. Though, like you're somewhere in the middle. Do you have those ranges? Absolutely. Yeah. It, it's it's a continue. It's a spectrum, and it's completely naive to believe that your like level is going to remain the same when actions vary all the time. Yeah. And your mood varies, and emotions vary, and variables vary so it's not it's not possible to remain on like mm, i'm just gonna like you the same right and i'm glad you brought up the the love is emotion part because emotions constantly fluctuate and how i have described love and if you look at it from a biblical standpoint it's an action you know love is patient love is kind yeah. love is not proud it is is not self-concerning it does not envy does not boast <laughs> if you look at that there are no none of those words say this is an emotion. I'm emoting. Yeah. There, there is there is no emotion there. It's yeah. okay. Love is not jealous. It's an actionable. It thing. is an action verb. It's a it verb. Is, it is an action. It is not a feeling. It is a verb. And yeah. so the love in a relationship that re- that is required requires you to constantly so love is share an approach, these feelings. Really, it's how you approach things. It is, and and yeah. that's and, and there's so a, really a clear it difference. is yeah. It's an option. It's an option. It is. A, it is an option, and yeah. how you want to mend this relationship. We, you hear, you know, some people say it's like the well, the love died in our relationship. Well, what the, well, the love died because you stopped feeding the love. Yeah. Now this person may have become harder to love. I don't want to be naive and, and insensitive to to some people who are like, no, the love really just died up. I know they're 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 different, very you know, varying degrees of certain relationships and why they they end and and, and why they remain. But I can confidently look and say if the love has dried up, at some point one or both parties consciously made a decision to no longer act upon that love. Yeah. And saying, I'm 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 no longer gonna be patient. You've you've run your course. I'm 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 no longer gonna put your needs first. It's run its course. I'm more concerned about what I need to do instead of what we need to do or what you need to do. Mm. And when you're not willing to cater to that of course, anything is going to dry up. Just like if you don't water your grass, your grass is going to die. Hence the grass outside of our house because <laughs> the sprinklers are broke and now we have dead grass. You, right. know, it's, you must be willing to continually water your lawn. You have to water your love. You have to, to, to water your marriage, water your relationships. It, it, it's critical. But just because I am watering, it doesn't mean I necessarily like it all the time. Yeah. But this is what I had. This is mine. This is what you signed up for. It's my shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm going to take care of it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I agree with all that. I think that, and I also want to add, so it's really hot, right? I already said it's already hot. So it, I think sometimes in life, maybe you think, I cannot water the grass and it'll be fine. And sometimes it is fine because the weather is just right and you can skip a couple, couple days. But then if you skip a couple days during a heat wave, 
you're going to have a different kind of issue, right? Your grass dies faster. So, and I think life is that way. When you get lazy in your relationship, sometimes it's okay, but then the right circumstance comes along. You've already been lazy and, and you're messed up. So, and now you're behind a ball. Yeah. Yeah. What's an eight ball? Oh, the impool. <laughs> Come on, Joy. I got it. I got it. I brought it back. I brought it back. What's an eight ball? This is well, my wife. Because you know what? I thought about a magic eight ball <laughs> at first. You you know the magic eight balls. I remember the balls. magic eight balls. Yeah. That doesn't even make sense. Is the magic eight ball the hockey ball with the, or not the hockey, the pool ball with the. Yes. But it has little things inside. Why did they make it a magic eight ball? Won't you won't you call the manufacturers and find oh out? Oh my gosh! Like <laughs> this revelation. I need has to, been I need like to go. I need to go get some water. See, this making. is why you have to get some water. Because <laughs> right now the the light just just. <laughs> That's not nice. <laughs> that was that was kind of like a Jessica Simpson chicken of the sea moment. My bad. My bad, everyone. <laughs> this is just my real life right now. But yeah. So the other day though, Justin, what were you mad at me about? Oh, finances. Justin's always mad at me about finances. <laughs> always. Finances are so essential to a relationship. I will continue yeah. to bring it up on this platform. And if again, if you have not downloaded <laughs> I the, will continue the to bring free this up. budget tracker that is on our website, lovejays.com, use it. It will change your life. We created this budget. I created this budget. I'm I'm gonna use I. <laughs> I created yeah, this you budget did. Yeah. in January. It is June. I asked Joy a couple days ago, how many times have you opened up the budget tracker? You know what she told me? Zero. Goose egg. She has never opened the budget tracker. Come on, y'all. Yeah, it's been six months. Listen, six months? And I'm you've not never saying it's something ever, I'm proud of. How have you never looked at how our money is being spent? Just when money is like important and critical to the relationship. You're, you're stressed enough about it. Really, you're not even really stressed. You've been stressed late because we're over budget. But honestly, not looking at it was working for me for a while. But this month, I told you I had to get my hair done. I went to Chicago. We went to Atlanta. Like we just, just a lot has happened in a short amount of time. And we knew we weren't going to be able to stay in budget. And we, I, we knew. And I understand yeah. you can't always stay within budgets. I get it. I don't like it. Actually, you could. I'm going to take that back. You can stay within budgets, but you have to be willing to cut other things that you have budgeted for to accommodate the changes. Yeah. And Joy doesn't believe in that. And so I just got a little frustrated. Yeah, I'm more like it's just a bad month. Exactly. That's like, that's not yeah, a solution. Oh, you know what? I went over the budget here. I had to get a haircut. You're right. This is It goes listen, over the budget in this category. I, but what are we going to do to adjust our spending in other categories to accommodate this But change? it always comes down to food for Justin. And listen. It does always. And thing. it's not a fair argument, it but it's the not, only it's thing the that I can use. It's the worst thing. And Justin had nerve. To get mad at me, and we've had this conversation so many times, and I told him I'm not having it anymore. This is the last time that I'm ever having that conversation. That was two days ago. It's never, <laughs> I mean, literally never happening again. He was like, no, it's happening every time. But you cannot get mad at me for feeding myself. Like, it is literally It's irrational. It is, it is, it is very completely irrational. I will be mad at you every time. It, so it, all you're <laughs> doing is going, all you're ever going to do is create an argument. It is something that you should let go of. I'm I'm going to speak now. <laughs> I already starved for you. I'm not doing it again unless I absolutely <laughs> have to. We've been down that road already. I went hungry for you. I gained weight. You lost weight. It was great <laughs> for you. Not no, it me. was not great yeah. for anybody. All right, so it wasn't great for anybody. Starving is not good for but anybody. stop trying to expect me to starve myself 
It, it is to a, stay in budget. Like I got a haircut, so I can't eat. Bump that. No. Okay. It is. It's okay. just a bad month. It's, it's just it, a bad month. It's an irrational. Okay. It, it is irrational, but I always go to that because when I just in, I just hate because inputting it's the it only, all the time. Right. It's the only real place that you could like that you can cut. I understand that because everything else is kind of like you kind of have to do it or to maintain certain other things. So I get that, but I have. to to have nourishment in my body. And that the thing is, I am being conscious about what I'm buying. I'm not going out and having $10 lunches. All my lunches that I purchase are under $10. All of them. Look, there was food in the house. And both of us, I will take equal part Which is why I was mad. Both of us failed to prepare one of our lunches. Yep. And this this may be irrational, but because I failed to prepare my lunch, I was like, well, I'm not going to go out here and buy lunch. And when I, A, already knew we were over budget for our food this month, and B, it was like you had food there at the house that you just forgot to bring, so I'm not going to spend money on lunch. And if I really want lunch, you'll go home and make it. But we didn't do that, yeah. so I chose not to spend recklessly because I w- made poor decisions when I was at home. Joy doesn't believe in that. I didn't spend recklessly, but no, I don't believe unnecessarily. In that. Hell, is that better? No, it's necessary. Oh. I need food. This is not. This is literally. You're never going to win. This. I'm not going to win. I'm you're not going to win. You're never going to win this. But the, yeah, I was upset because at first you did not feel that way. You were not like equal responsibility. I had to point that out to I, you. No, I said it up front. No, yes, I had to point I, it I out. I said we. I okay. said we from the jump. Well, listen, even if you were that motivated, then you should have made lunch yourself so that I didn't have to go purchase lunch. If you were that motivated, if you were that upset about it, but if you didn't do everything you possibly could, then be quiet about it. Equal parts responsibility. Now, you're right. That is a good point. If, yeah. I, if I was really that flushed, if you were that upset, I could have gotten just in the kitchen and made mad. it by herself. Yeah, because that's not actionable. I don't like that. <laughs> I, the, you know, I, don't, I just don't, I don't like that. Be proactive about it. Or, you know, well, shut up. You should be proactive. No, bullshit. Don't tell me to shut <laughs> up. You lost your damn <laughs> Not mind. Not you shut up, but I'm just saying in general, like, you know. No. I'm, no, 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 no. No. <laughs> no. Not, not at all. You want to talk about being proactive, won't you open the damn budget track and see where the money's gone in the last six months? You have no clue because you've never opened the doc. No. That's a, that's a joke. That's a complete joke. But also, so moving forward, I'll open it. But I've been doing really good. My thing was. False. You have have, not been doing really good. Yes, I have. Because it's been two consecutive months of blown budgets. So you have not been doing really good. Okay. Well, I was up until that point. So that's that's not an acceptable answer. But also the last two months, we had travel both those months. We had travel on both of those months. I don't like it. Yeah. I was doing a really good job with just real life. But once we threw in travel in there, I was like, oh. See, I, I love having our money combined. I really do because it, it gives you more more spending power, allows you to do things better, more effective. But when there are breakdowns in it, eh. this is what happens. You're just like, oh. Oh, I was, bro- I never, I was ready to tell you, like, just separate the money. I was my, thinking about that. By myself, I've never had an issue. I mean, aside the point when I was laid off and had no income, but when I was when I have income coming in, I've I've literally have not had a financial issue or like, oh my gosh, what's happening? Overspending. So this is very new to me, and it's it's stressing me the hell out. But I'm trying not to have it stress me out. I'm trying to get better. 
But come on, baby, please. Listen, I'm working with you. If, if it were over something ridiculous, like, oh, you went and bought an iPad when you knew. <laughs> like, you know, I'm not doing anything ridiculous. I'm getting $7 meals. <laughs> and that the only reason why there's the seven, well, there was the 530 whatever. 538. When, yeah. So that one, that's a bowl that I can get, but they don't have it all the time. So when they don't have that, I have to get, a, I just get a veggie wrap. But they charge for that. So it's like, you know, I do the best that I can do. I'm still being cognizant of what I'm spending. So for you to still attack me after I've been uh, – I've still been respectful as possible of the budget because I'll be a little hungry. Like, man, I kind of want a snack on. But I won't buy anything extra. I just get lunch because I have to eat in the middle of the day. Yeah, there's lunch at home. Bring your lunch from home. (laughs) Well, then help me make it. I will. Yeah. Hell. Shoot. Because those salads, sometimes they take like a good hour and a half to make. Because it takes 45 minutes just to peel Chop kale. The kale. <laughs> yeah. Hell. Right. So it's like, you know, it takes a long time. And I did that. So when you were travel- traveling consecutively, at like, you know, your 11 weeks yep. or whatever, I did a pretty good job of making sure we had dinner and lunch for the week. Sometimes, you know, maybe I only had one lunch and one dinner, but I was spending four hours, maybe more in the kitchen on Sunday. So it's like by now I'm tired. I want some help. I'm willing to help. I help you. Don't you don't do, say that you don't. No, don't say you that. you do help me. But I'm just saying too, like it wasn't the end of the world that that salad wasn't made. It just wasn't the end of the world. You could have also done it yourself, or you could have. Yeah. You could have <laughs> said, "All right, we're gonna knock this salad out right now." None of that ever happened. All I all that ever happened was I got attacked for <laughs> for eating. So I didn't attack you for life. eating. I attacked you for being spending more than the budget allocates. But on I, food. But I then apologized the next day. You did. Day. Okay, so that's, the, that's the, the next part to the story is that he really did. He came home from his workout, and he said he was sorry that he was that wasn't very nice of him. And I would tell you, too, I was wa- I walking the dogs that morning, building my case, like, and blah, 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 blah. <laughs> you know how you just get extra heated? Like, I went to bed, and I wasn't mad, but I woke up and went on a walk and started thinking about it. I got mad all over again. <laughs> So that was the good Lord having you think about it too during your workout, I think, and then yeah. having you apologize. Because I was like, oh, okay, I'm yeah. not mad anymore. Sometimes you just got to admit when you're wrong. Yeah. You got to admit that you got to admit that you were wrong. So I, I was wrong in my approach. Yeah. And I apologize for that. And now I'm hoping that my baby, my wife, Miss I'm going to open the financial. The love Jay herself. I'm going to open the financial. We'll be able to look today. and say, like, oh, wow, like this is how much I'm spending. And I even have it in our budget tracker. How many, how many, what, how much we've spent as a couple, how much Justin has spent, and how much Joy has spent. Like, it, it's there. Also, you can, too, you can I, look and see that. I need some, like, parameters for it. Because you open that financial spreadsheet all the time, and you talk about our finances <laughs> all the time. That's so, not true. I, yes, you do, Justin. I, I probably open the sheet every two to three days. Okay, but you don't think you talk about our budget and or finances in general every day? No, not every day. <laughs> I'm just staring at him for those of you who can't see not, me. I'm not not every that day. This is audio. Not every day. Justin. Because it will it in the beginning I did. But now I it, you've heard it more frequently now because we have been pushing budget limits. We've been going over. That's why you're hearing it more often. But if you think back to February, March, April, that it, it, it really was not like that. So I, I would disagree. It's because we're we're seeing i I'm seeing a lot of red in this spreadsheet. I know. But so that's why but in general You've been finance obsessed. 
I'm just trying to get us to our next point. I and I and I thanked you for that and I <laughs> okay. appreciate it. I'm trying to get us to but our next point. But you have to also understand why on my free time I'm not trying to be like, let me check out these finances. Nobody's I, saying like, on your free time to go do it. it. You I mean you All what do you do time. throughout the day? You had, so you tell me you have no free time throughout the day. There's it's times not when you that I don't have free time, but look. literally when I'm away from you, I don't want to think about finances. <laughs> I don't. Right. I really don't. All right. Well, this is this, <laughs> this is it. I'm just fighting a losing battle, guys. No, you're not. I um, I do I because I do think that you're right in that I I need to be an active part of our just just know just be aware situation before big purchases are made. Just look and be like, okay, like oh shit. I am aware because you're like we're off. We're out of budget. Our <laughs> we're over no, budget. No, you're but not then I'm aware like, well, I have to get this thing for this. You're so. just hearing me, but you're not really looking at it for yourself. So you're 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 not. Do really you aware. think that it's gonna do more for me to see it than to Absolutely. have you stressing out about it? <laughs> it will it will do you better because I won't be stressing out about it because you'll be aware. Okay, but if I'm aware and I'm still the same, are you gonna be mad? No. <laughs> you're over here lying. That's like you're square. No. You would not be mad. So if I, if you see me checking in and looking at that financial budget just as much as you're looking, but I cannot curb the spending, you're going to be okay. No, because I, I can't accept you saying you cannot curb the spending. You're, you're willingly choosing not to. So, no. Okay. All right. I'm, just, I'm done. <laughs> yep. There you go. <laughs> you because the, the thing is, it's not that I'm not willing to curb the spending. It's just like some purchases do have to be made at certain points in time. It's like, okay, well, I Disagree. can't wait. All right. <laughs> yes. All right. I love you, baby. This is, this is something that we'll continue to deal with. So, again, to that I, I, question I, yes. that we talked no, about. No, we do not no. always like each other. We do not always no. like each other. But we actively work on loving each other every single day. Yeah. And that is the important thing. If you're in a, a long, committed, not even a long, but if you're in a committed relationship that you want to see succeed, is you have to be willing to work on the love angle. And the love will get you through because, again, it is a verb. It is an action that requires you to do a little bit of work. So when you don't like each other, you can always pour onto the love yeah. and make things happen. Well said, baby. I love you, and I do like you right now. I love you, and I do like you, too. <laughs> and so now I'm going to go ahead, and we're going to finish this up and finish the lunch that we still need to prepare yeah. so we don't go over budget for the rest of the month. Right. <laughs> Thank you guys so much again for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And, of course, share it with your friends. And if you have not yet written a review for us on iTunes, yes, you, the same person that's like, I've been meaning to write them a review, make sure you guys get that done this week. And, of course, let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.